Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. to do and welcome into more important issues it is sunday october 4th and the vols are 2-0 and baby you gotta wear it just like <laughs> i gotta wear it just like him i regret nothing um this is my favorite way to wear my gator now and it will be how <laughs> yeah, i wear my gator the only word. it's the only way to wear it. it's the only safe way yeah uh all i know is jerry pruitt wears his gator like this he doesn't have covid and he's 2-0 and i'm this is how i'm wearing my gator yeah, he's uh, beating up on defenses and uh, beating COVID all at once. He knows something we don't know. We're going to ride with him. We ride we ride or die with JP. That's yep. all I know. Yep. We ride or die with him. Guys, welcome into a great show. I'm pumped. The Vols won. Not only did the Vols win, they took care of business. There was no – you weren't sweating. You weren't hoping, you know, a guy didn't hear the Peter call and get out of the way. You weren't banking on a last possession. You, you just took care of business. It feels good. It, it, everything feels right right now. We're going into a big week. I'm not. We'll, we'll talk Georgia. I'm sure we'll talk a little. We will talk a little bit about it today because we're going to talk about what needs to be fixed. But uh, we won't get too much into it. We're going to enjoy this victory before Georgia week really starts. You got a 3:30 p.m. kickoff this week. It feels like SEC. It feels good. Yeah, it was. It was kind of nice. We talked about it. The CBS game. Usually, when you hear that, <laughs> the intro to CBS, that's when you start getting tired. You, you take a nap. But this week, we're going to be. Full oh yeah, like I, uh, to this week having the noon game, having a mimosa, everything like that, and then the three thirty, you hear the CBS theme song. You just lay in the you 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 kick open the recliner and go to yeah. take a nap. It was nice, especially when A and M just absolutely shot the bed. Yeah, the so. game was uh, definitely <laughs> exactly exactly. Um, guys, we are going to talk about how the Vols handily beat Mizzou thirty-five to twelve. I'll just one off each way two two. Yeah, Two close. points exactly. Uh, that stinks. Uh, we're going to talk about how they handily beat Missouri and took care of business. Going to also talk about some of the people that impressed us, some things that need to improve before you head into Georgia. Going to talk about the college football recap, in, in, including uh, my favorite topic, is Mike Leach good? Answer this week, no. Um, I'm excited to really get into that. <laughs> We've got our high school highlights. Got some impressive plays from East Tennessee. Send us your high school highlights. If you're not from East Tennessee, if it's impressive enough, we'll use it. We'll put it in the show. <laughs> If it's from East Tennessee, it, it, there's a good chance it'll make it in because we don't. There's not a lot of plays necessarily in East Tennessee, so I'm done. Send it, send it in. So make sure we get them. Yeah. Um, good week of high school football though. There are some teams out for COVID, which kind of stinks, but and some NFL teams out for COVID. Yeah, the Titans, one of those teams. Patriots. I'm gonna blame the Titans too for my fantasy loss this week because I had to start Arizona's defense instead of. Pittsburgh's, but at the same time, it could be the Titans' fault that I lose because they could have dominated Pittsburgh's defense. <clears throat> yeah, and the Cardinals could have easily dominated the Panthers and just didn't. It was very sad. I, pick, <laughs> I picked up the Arizona defense. It was very sad. Uh, and then we've also got some segments, most important of the week, and fail of the week. I've got a good fail. Atten 
a certain team north of the border. North? Oh. Yeah. Not Canada border. Oh, Tennessee border. Just the Wildcats. Yeah. Okay. Got a good feel sitting gotcha. waiting on yeah, it. Yeah, not Canada. No. <laughs> no. Hey, guys, ask questions if you got them. Uh, I got YouTube open. Um, I'm about to open up Twitter. Landon's got Facebook open. So if you got anything to ask, drop them in the comments. We will get to them. We'll want to answer your questions. Talk about what you want to talk about. So let us know. Yeah, do that. Also, uh, go check out our sponsors. Um, <clears throat> first of all, go to Volunteer Roadshow, create your account. That gets you access to all our free content, um, articles, shows, anything like that. Also, go check out our sponsors, um, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. In the month of October and November, um, Blue Water Climate Control is giving away four, 40 free units. So uh, go check them out at bluewaterclimatecontrol.com. And... Uh, and get your get all your HVAC needs taken care of. Yeah, so go do it. Also, if you are uh, listening to us live, um, tell us where you're listening from. We want to hear that. Love geography. Um, Caleb's representing Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii, the uh, Caribbean, whatever you want. This just felt this shirt when I looked in my closet and I was like, "What am I gonna wear tonight?" Tennessee hat was obvious. I guess and it's the Bahamas, right? The, it's Tommy Bahama. It is a Tommy Bahama. You're right. Yeah, okay. um, and then I looked at this shirt and I said, that looks like victory to me. Mm-hmm. So I pulled it out. Well, apparently uh, Hassan Watside thinks Hawaii <laughs> is not in the United States. So maybe he just thinks that's, it's just a foreign shirt to him. It is a foreign shirt. This <laughs> the, We did go, uh, we left the, the, left the States to put this one on. Right. But yeah, it felt victorious. So I, I threw it on there. Um, and... Speaking of victorious, let's talk about Missouri. Uh, Vols beat Missouri 35-12. to Like I said, I mean, I get handily, yes. And, and what what feels good about this game is because I'm especially people who are not Vol fans are going to say you should have beat them. Um, it's not a great win. But the thing is, is, if you've watched Tennessee in the last decade, you know no win's guaranteed. I think there's still plenty of questions about this Tennessee team. Um, when you look at quarterback, we, we knew what we were going to get out of J.G., Somewhat. He also had to stay kind of mistake-free. Speaking of mistake-free, Vols haven't turned the ball over at all so far in 2020. Knock on wood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood. We knew he'd have to stay mistake-free, but he's played good to this point. Um, this week's going to be a real test for him. It'll, that will be interesting. But, but going into this game, and then you knew that some defensive things had to be fixed. Missouri, thankfully, had some offensive questions. But I think Missouri found their starting quarterback this week. Oh, yeah, it's definitely – Ba- Basilac, Basilac. They said it eight different ways on the broadcast. Right, so I don't yeah. have a good. I'm gonna go with that. That's kind of just sounding it out. Connor, <laughs> his name is Connor Basilac. I think that's right. We'll just call you Connor. Um, yeah, definitely. Sean Robinson just wasn't getting it done. Made a change and gave Missouri kind of a spark. I mean, Missouri's just not that talented. No, but I thought he played well. I thought he, I thought he threw the ball well. I thought he um, did a good job of escaping pressure. I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, I guess let's get into a little bit of the nitty gritty stuff. Um, uh, we didn't get enough pressure, but I think Connor Bazelock did a good job uh, of moving around in the pocket and making it difficult to get pressure. I don't think all the all the critic, you know, all the criticism. I can't say the right word. Criticism. Criticism. That's it. Okay. Can go to the defensive line. I think Bazelock also did a good job of evading pressure, keeping his eyes downfield, and getting rid of the ball. Yeah, I think he, he just got it out fast, and I think that's what teams are probably going to do against Tennessee is try to get it out fast. Um, not that our – but we we have the SEC leader in sacks. We do. DeAndre still. Johnson. Three, three and a so, half yeah. now. Be af- be afraid. Be very afraid. Right. It was the only sack he got this week was was that one sack. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a big sack too. It was third down, right? 
I believe it was. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. And he, he did a great job of quarter. getting pressure. Um, it's a, it's Cold World 7. He's listening from Auburn, Alabama. Um, so behind Gross. enemy lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said to start out, he was critical of the play, play calling against USC, but he loved the play calling this week. I, that's that's good. I thought the play calling was good this week. I thought it was good last week we as well. We ran the damn ball. We ran 51 times. 51 times, yeah. Ran the ball. That's great. The only outside... I did like to play going in South Carolina. Just to touch on that outside of that one possession that we threw it three straight times when really all we needed to do was milk the clock, run the ball. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that is my criticism of the South Carolina bank game, but I agree. Play calling last week, play calling this week's great. And he said, how about Jalen Hyatt kid is going to be good. He's fast. Get the ball in his hands. Yeah. I thought he, you know, he, he seemed to get more separation from DBs mm-hmm. where we haven't really had that in the past couple of years. No, definitely not. And I love that crossing route that he caught before stiff arm and the guy out of bounds just mm-hmm. because that can be a deadly route for a guy who has speed like Jalen Knight. Mm-hmm. So that'll be, cool. I thought JG like give him credit. I mean, when Tennessee needed to, to extend, like get a first down Pruitt and Cheney put it in his hands. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, it was just sneaking it up the centers, but, but still like after last year, I mean, that's, you've got to, you had to find some trust. So right. Yeah. And, and you can, you converted all those, and you actually ran. I think your longest run uh, was nine yards for for JG. So he had positive yards rushing, and you can't say uh, uh, most of the games in his career, probably all of them, are close to yeah. I would. Uh, I mean, South Carolina zero negative, or negative. So yeah, good. yeah. He, he's uh, he's in the he's in the uh, he's in the black this week or this year with positive rushing yards. So that's good. Um, you you mentioned the the fourth down QB sneak several times or not all fourth down. He also had one that was um, for, he had two touchdowns, both on quarterback sneaks. Mm-hmm. I do. I would like to see him stay a little bit lower. <laughs> yeah. I would like that, but I love what Pruitt said about going for it on fourth down. We're not going to coach afraid and we're not going to play afraid. Yeah. And you can't, that's how you lose games is coaching. Like you're scared of what's going to happen. Coach right. And, and, play and if you're able to show you can convert on fourth down, third downs aren't, that big of a deal like it's it's you shouldn't be that scared like oh man we got to get this third down or it's we got to give it up it definitely alleviates some pressure yes and but and and maybe that helped tennessee was six of 13 this week probably could have been better but it's not one yeah but on on, it's plural you convert yeah you can convert it every fourth down what were you four for four uh four for four on fourth down yeah. yeah six of 13 on third down so that that uh that efficiency could go up but uh it's a uh, you're improving i think that's kind of what you looked for this week was to improve in some areas one of those key ones being third down and you did uh next week will be a challenge but you needed to improve from week one and you did yep yeah i, th- I thought jg did a good job handling the offense I think it's good that we have this offensive line. We have this running game. So we're not having to put the whole game on JG's shoulders. It's certainly going to help him. Because I think he's done a really good job of taking care of the football. Now it's just going to be making plays and extending drives. Um, right. And I thought some of the throws, the, the one to Jalen Hyatt stood out. I think it was uh, 36 yards. And then the one to Josh Palmer on the out route, the 33-yard one. Both to keep the drive alive and um, were really good throws too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are... That one to Josh Palmer was as good as a, a throw as he's made. Yeah. He, um, he has made some really good throws in, in this last week. I'm not going to uh, – I mean, a lot of people, I think, want the people who have criticized him to kind of eat their words. I'm not necessarily willing to do that because all he's, – he's been great the past two weeks. But let's not pretend that he's 
been this phenomenal quarterback that's necessarily won you ball games. Mm-hmm. He has been the game manager that you need. Um, it's so far now. I think I think this week you'll you'll really find out what he's made of. Um, but I mean, I'm hey, I didn't know if he could get it done against South Carolina. Um, Missouri defense, a little bit different story, but I, I wasn't sure, and he did. So credit to him. Credit to what he's done these two weeks so far. Week three, you really get to find out what he's made of, though. Yep. And got to give credit to that offensive line. I mean, I think they're decent about against South Carolina. There were some ups and downs, but it seems like Missouri, they figured whatever they need to figure out. Adam K. Oh, Mays, I'm sure, was a, a big boost to that. Probably held um, that guy. <laughs> but, like, that – that was just domination. Oh, it was, and it was that is fun football to watch. You can oh, yeah. oh I love to watch Mike Leach throw it across the field. That is fun football to watch. I want to see Wanye Morris get out into space and look try to find a linebacker corner to run over. That's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> um, we have we have some questions on here. Um, Justin Gomez says, "What what about Georgia? Do you think um, we'll get into that probably Wednesday?" Um, we'll we'll Georgia, definitely talk about it a little bit because we're going to talk about some things that Tennessee needs to improve on. Right. Um, so we will talk about Georgia a little bit. But, yes, come back Wednesday because we do a full Georgia preview this Wednesday. Right. Um, we're celebrating the victory, man. It's barely been 24 hours. we got some time. So, uh, Steedley Parker said he's uh, in North Carolina. Um, and he said, beat the Bullfrogs. TCU? We play TCU? Yeah, we might. Are they the bull, they're the horn horn frogs. frogs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody's the bullfrogs. Yeah. I like calling Georgia that though. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I like that. Yeah, they're they definitely got some warts down there somewhere. Uh, Jake Fromm <laughs> trying to hook up with every girl he he can through Snapchat. He can come over, ladies. He's available. Uh, I, I do want to talk about you, you mentioned the running game and then obviously this offensive line. Both running backs looked fantastic this week, and we're as physical as. Like, we're a physical SEC team, and we haven't yeah. been able to say that in a long time. Correct. Someone shared a video of the Missouri game in, in, in an 18. I can't remember. I'd credit you. Um, and the tackling was atrocious. Yeah. And I think it was uh, It was either – I think it was Beatty that we were trying to tackle, and it was bad. Hmm. Yeah, it was sad. It was, yeah, there, there was some – I know we're going to get into to what we can improve on. I, I thought the defense – they got off the field when they needed to. They made stops when they needed to. There was some mis maybe miscommunication in the secondary a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully that's better this week with some guys back. Well, let's let's go into things you can improve since you're touching on it. Let's talk about that secondary. I think the secondary there will definitely and you you still had Bryce Thompson who was limited. Sean Schamberger was out. Those are two of your big leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were missing pieces that you hope return by next week. Right. Uh, but when you talk about things to improve, secondary can definitely improve. Now, I was very pleased with their support in the run game. Uh, especially in uh, Kenneth George. I thought Kenneth mm-hmm. George did a great job. And then you you got to obviously mention Travion Flowers, who had 10 tackles uh, in this game. They, they they were not phenomenal in the pass game, but they were really good in run support. Usually when you're talking about your safety being the leading tackler, that's not a good thing, but it, it seemed to work for Tennessee. They got off the field. And he, and he was playing physical, too. It right. wasn't, he, was, it wasn't, he was making tackles because they were getting to the second and third level. That yep. wasn't necessarily the case. He was filling his lane. Yeah, he was. I th- who had the play that Kenneth George, I believe, did a phenomenal job of I think keeping Flowers outside Flowers actually made that okay. tackle. Flowers did end up making that play. Yeah, but, but Kenneth George, George yeah, he kept made him, the play. Right. But, yeah, yes. Flowers benefited from it. So, I, I love the way our secondary is playing and run support. They can definitely improve in the pass game, and I, they will have to this week against Georgia, mm-hmm. who uh, looks like they have also found their starting quarterback. I cannot imagine your old JT Daniels out after the game Bennett had. Oh, no. 
Like that's that's he's their guy. Yeah. You're gonna roll with him until he loses the position. I'd imagine he, mm-hmm. they've got him. So they and then they've got George Pickens, obviously, who is going to be dangerous. Um, your secondary is going to have to improve this week. Hopefully they do. Um, and, and I think another interesting thing is the defensive line. Not that the defensive line played bad, right. um, but they were kind of left to their own yesterday. We we definitely did not blitz as much as we did against South Carolina, and they struggled to get as much pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Did we find the balance this week in defending the pass and, and, and then rushing the pass? I don't know. I don't know if we found the balance. Um, the good thing is we're not giving up anything on the ground. So with Roundtree and Beatty, as good as they are as uh, running backs, they didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, Roundtree is projected to be like a second-team All-SEC player. He had 84 yards on 18 carries. Right. I mean, there's not much more you can say about us in um, rush defense. I mean, we're – we took care of business against South Carolina. We did this year. You would like to see more pressure from that interior defensive lineman. Yes. Um, and, and then the edge rushers as well just didn't. We had a couple hurries. I think we had three hurries. Bennett had one. DeAndre Johnson had one. And I think Bumpus had the other. Um, but we just didn't. And I don't know if it was just Missouri just getting it out quick. and Right. It, it wasn't atrocious. No. It, it was, the pass rush wasn't atrocious. It just definitely could have improved. You went from having uh, four sacks against South Carolina and several tackles for a loss. I think you still had several tackles for a loss. You mentioned the ability to stop the run game. Um, yeah, if you hold Roundtree to 82 yards, especially with how many times they tried to give him the ball, I think he had it 18 times. Mm-hmm. Did you mention that? I'm sorry if you did. Um, you definitely cannot be disappointed with, with what they did up front as a whole. I just thought you could have gotten more pass rushes. But, but I do think... Pruitt and Ansley kind of took some pressure off the linebackers and, and let them drop in and help the secondary more this game. And got to find that balance, especially and, and, against Georgia. And Bazelak ran eight times, so it wasn't like those are all design runs. Correct. You know, we, we did flush him out of the pocket. We just got to do a better job of keeping him in the pocket and getting pressure. Yeah. Um, not letting him escape. And we saw a lot of freshmen this week. We did. There, there were a lot Jabari of young small. Guys Jesus Christ. We, uh, I want to stay on defense real quick. You're, okay. about to, you're about to jump to the offense side of the ball because okay. we just had a question. Uh, it's from It's a Cold World as well. Best overall defense we've seen in a long time. Agree or disagree? Uh, if agree, why? That's tough to say. It's definitely the best defense we've seen in four years. So you think that's the best proof the defense has looked? I mean, flip it to let's go to Auburn in 18. I know it wasn't a good year. Okay, so we're talking about game-wise. I assume. I, okay. I assume game-wise. Because this year, I think there's no question this is the best defense we've had. Yeah, yeah. Under he, Pruitt. Right. They played better than they did against South Carolina. Um, I, It's hard to disagree. What I did love about what the defense did yesterday is they flew around to the ball. It, it seemed like every time there was a play to be made, it was several guys getting in on the action. It wasn't. And they didn't get into the red zone until in the third quarter. That no. was the first time they got into the red zone. So I mean, the, one of their field goals, they're – kicker had to hit a 50-yard dong punch, and he did. <laughs> he, did. <laughs> he, he took the weight he was carrying and put it through the ball. Uh, I, I was very pleased with the defense. I think they could have done a few better things, so it's probably hard to say, but it also was probably a lot with we're able to contain them and keep them in front of us while change it. Mm-hmm. We don't need to rush because we got out to a lead early and pretty much hung on to it. So that may have played a role into what we did in terms of blitzing. It didn't look like a normal Pruitt defense in terms of pressure we brought off the edge and mm-hmm. from the linebackers. Uh, but that's hard to say. I did love our defense yesterday. I thought they played overall. I thought the defense played really, really well. Loved how they got to the ball. Um, if that trend continues, I like where the defense is at. Yeah, and only three penalties. 
I mean, you're playing, um, you're playing, yeah, for 20 yards, only 20 yards. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, sorry, Jeremy Banks, throwing you under the bus, but we didn't have two <laughs> personal fouls um, to equal 30 yards. We only had three penalties for 20 yards. There were probably a couple holding calls right. and, and maybe an offsides. Um, but that's playing winning football, not turning the ball over and then, yeah. you know, not shooting yourself in the foot with penalties. That That's winning football. You give yourself a chance when you do that. And then when you have some talent, you have good play calling, you you have playmakers to make plays, that's how you win football in the SEC. Yeah, and then another comment to the defense, and it's going to be interesting to see against Georgia because Auburn could not do this and um, see later on in the year with teams like Alabama because A&M couldn't do this. We didn't get beat deep either. Keeping everything in front of you. Yeah, there, there was there was one time where it probably it was a touchdown. should have been a touchdown. You're right. I forgot about that. And, and it, yes. the wide receiver dropped it. And there was – there was a couple of throws. It was miscommunication. There was a guy wide open on the sideline or something like that. I think there was a wheel route to to Beatty, that was like a forty yard gain or something like that. Um, I don't know, 35 yard gain. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of left wide open. There was just miscommunication. I think a lot of that is Bryce Thompson was out. You know, Shamberger's not in there. Right. Uh, you had another starter, Danico Slaughter. You know, he didn't he, get that starting job. Right. Um, this week against Missouri, it was Theo Jackson, which he had a pick. So, I mean, we're, we're kind of nitpicking at the defense. You have um, to, though, if you're going to correct what they did yesterday, right? Right. You, you allowed I mean, 220 yards of uh, pass offense, 120 of rush offense. Like, you are going to nitpick if you're going to say what they need to improve on, right? Right. You, you want perfection, but you gave up 12 points. Um, didn't find the end zone until the third quarter. I mean, what more can you really want? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, let's we'll call it the best defense. When we really talk about it, it's a cold world. I think you got to say it's the best defense we've seen in a long time. Yep, at Tennessee. So and, you're right, and they're going to yeah. have to be even Agreed. better against. Georgia. They are going to have to. They are going to have to be better next week. So, uh, so we need to see. We need to see the best defense from Pruitt next week, not this week. This game worried me so much because everybody was like looking forward to Georgia. Like, it was Georgia's like, oh, what time are we going to get the noon slot, the yeah. 3.30 slot? I'm like, man, I really don't want to. And Missouri's got a new coach. That worries you. They're, you know, they're really focused on trying to win the Sun Belt this year. Which, <laughs> which you know. You gotta, How's that working out for them? <laughs> I think they're undefeated in the Sun Belt, so that's good. Oh, good for them. Yeah, so, you know, it's <laughs> – but, it, seriously, it was a different coach. They say Eli Dringwood's supposed to be a, a great offensive mind. I, I don't buy it, but they they say I don't know who they are, but they say it. Right. Just kidding. That it's they is the national media who love that Missouri hire, but I think you contained them really well, and and that's a good defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call it probably the best defense we've seen in a full game for Peru. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Which means it's the best defense probably since what? 2016, maybe. Oh, I was going to go back farther than that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I was, I was just fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think there was history. Yeah, like I mean, you did have Derek Barnett, which, which yeah, you had some, you had yeah. probably more talent. Jalen Reese, Maven, which helped um, a lot. Cam Sutton. So yeah, I agree with that. You had more NFL talent on it, but yeah. numbers wise, this defense probably blows them out of the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got what's the word on Schamberger? I he should be back. Should be back for that's, Georgia. That I think that's the plan and the and what you're hoping for. So. Mm-hmm. Should be back this week and should uh, help that secondary out a lot. And then you also have Danico Slaughter, who hopefully will be available for more time against Georgia. Who played? He played well against South Carolina. Yeah, played pretty good. I, I think they just kind of went with a guy that I think Danico Slaughter probably athletic wise is probably going to have a, le- a leg up on Theo Jackson. Right. But Theo Jackson, one of those guys that's like knows his job, understands his job, and isn't going to make 
mistakes. But probably isn't going to make a ton of plays. But he made one. Yeah, he did. He made a great. He made a great play too. Uh, and that that was. I mean, that was one of the plays of the game. That was. Missouri was driving to maybe give them some momentum, try to get them back in the game. And according to Dan Wolken, it, it was the game right there that that was the momentum. If Missouri had scored. Oh really? I think he tweeted something like Missouri might make this game interesting. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what about Dave Portnoy? Just like. I'm picking Missouri. I love Missouri. I love their quarterback. I'm like, they don't even have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Sean Robinson was one for four. His QBR is 1.6. So, I, I yeah, do that think, was a great pick. I do think Eli Drinkwitz has got to feel good after leaving that game in terms of you found somebody who kind of took the job, right? Right, yeah. So, you at least got to be feeling good about that. Um, I've kind of addressed all the things that need to improve other than I feel like special teams may need a little bit of a boost. Uh, obviously, Samaglia missing field goals back-to-back weeks is not ideal. Um I mean, I just don't – I don't know if our punt game is going to be super effective this year in terms of the ability to – did we get spoiled with Trevor Daniel? And now we just think every punt should be a flip the field And moment. then Joe Doyle that one year. And Joe Doyle had a great freshman year. Yeah, I don't know. And then obviously uh, Paxton Brooks going out of bounds on one play wasn't ideal uh, on a kickoff. I don't know. Special teams just doesn't feel super electric right now. I think, hey, and it wins ball games. I don't – I didn't say it. General Nealon said it. Sure, that's true. The good thing is we only had to punt twice yesterday. <laughs> that is the good news. And he had a 52-yard punt. So I'm like, I feel like, again, like I'm nitpicking. Is this what it's like to win? Yeah, I feel like nice. I'm complaining about nothing. That, that's what, like, <laughs> last week I was like, man, it's so it would be so nice to just coast through a game like Alabama did to Missouri. We kind of did the same thing. We did. I, it, it, it was like, because we got to the fourth quarter and you're like, oh, is it already the fourth quarter? Because it was just like. And I was feeling nervous. And you look back and you're like, why was I nervous that game? Yeah, we were whooping them. Yeah. It was, it was definitely, it was definitely, uh, hopefully maybe the turn of the tide for Tennessee fans. I don't know. You, you'll find out this week. It's going to be a fun game. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to get too much into it unless you do. Um, cause we talked about the things we need to improve on. Um, but I feel like this game is either going to be a blowout or a really close game. Like, I don't think there's going to be an in-between. I don't think you're going to leave going, oh, that was closer than the score told. I feel like it's going to be a blowout or a close game. Mm. I, I don't think Georgia's is as far as that ahead of Tennessee as Georgia fans think. I don't necessarily think that. I just think they have some they have some real scoring threats that it could get ugly quick. But and, and it's I hard hope to stay in the game. I hope it's not a mental thing. Hopefully not. Uh you wouldn't think so. It's not like you're where Florida where you have that ten to nine game because you haven't beat them in eight years or whatever. But it, it so I, we I won eight Alabama. games in a row. So like what is it like to lose? We don't know. Yeah, we we don't have that feeling. Yeah. We, 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 have been, we have the longest winning streak in, call, in Power 5. We I think Air Force has nine wins now because they ended up playing last night. Oh, okay. Played Navy. Or they, maybe they have eight now. Um, but we have the longest win streak in Power 5. So, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what it, I don't know what it's like to lose. Why, why no, even think about no, that? No, we're we're going to win. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who impressed you yesterday? Um, Definitely the offensive line. I, I think that was huge and – um, sustaining drives. JG did a good job as well, as I mentioned. Um, just the offensive line as a whole just did a great job, just dominating the line of scrimmage. And then punching it in the end zone, we get in the red zone. We were five for five for five touchdowns in the red zone yesterday. You didn't notice that. I like that stat. I love it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just pointing to, to successful teams. Last year, I believe LSU was like 98% in the red zone, and they'd only kicked like two field goals at the end of the year. It's winning football. It's winning football. It is winning football. Emphasize the red zone. Uh, I've also got the running back. I, I love the way our running backs played yesterday. They still, but you don't have to right now. But they still, I'd like to see them get involved more in the pass game. You don't have, again, I feel like I'm nitpicking because they didn't have to. Eric Gray got the ball 16 times, ran for 105 yards. Todd Chandler got the ball 19 times, 
ran for 90 yards. You mentioned Jabari Small. Had a one phenomenal run, and then he had 27 yards on four carries. JG had 14 yards on 10 carries. I mean, and two TDs. Yeah. If you, you don't really necessarily need to throw the ball to your backs out of the backfield if you're running the ball like that. But if JG's getting to get him, a touchdown him 20% of his carries, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, I loved Wanya Morris. Did he just make the – did he just – explode yesterday is he gonna hopefully play that way the rest of the season was that kind of his not that he's played bad or anything like that but was that kind of like his coming out party i think he's finally just been to practice <laughs> that, that helps <laughs> i mean that that, that was helps. i think that was part of why he really didn't play much against um south carolina right um and then kind of struggled a little bit in that game but i think a lot of that is just um physical like it, it's just like preparing to play for a game and then actually going out and doing it like it takes a lot out of you mm-hmm. to play four quarters of a game if you haven't even practiced in weeks oh yeah the, the game speed is definitely different. Um, different and then henry toto man every every game just flying around making oh, things happen he's so good it's like i forget week to week how good he is at getting into the backfield whether it's on a on a pass player handoff his ability to get into the backfield so fast is incredible. We've watch. had some pretty good linebackers in the you know last ten years, but Henry Toto, like as a sophomore, is probably like up in the top three at least. It's it's very fun watching him play football. Yep, and he has he has more fun than me, and I have a lot of fun watching him play. He's football. always smiling. He man. is. Uh, it's, it's just the Hawaiian in him, I guess, or the yeah, it's the Tommy Bahama. <laughs> I'm always smiling. Feels like victory, baby. Um, I got I don't really have anybody that necessarily. Oh. Jalen, I'm just glad we got Jalen Hyde the ball. I love his speed. I want to see it utilized. Love Jay, love getting Jalen Hyde the ball. I know I'm probably a lot of people are probably you know uh, blame me for maybe making him overrated when it all said and done, but I love him. <coughs> yeah, we've had um, a lot. Of, I'm sorry, YouTube. We've had a lot of people comment, and I just forgot. Well, I clicked over to make sure, to start reading the the stats and stuff, so I just I'm so sorry, guys. I'm I'm sorry. It looks like there's a lot of argument with uh, some some Georgia fans though. So nice. maybe maybe it's good that I stay away. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't need to get in on that. Um, need the link for that hat, Cody. Uh, oh, um, have you put your victory cap on yet? Did I miss it? Yeah, I put it. Okay, on. Right, I put right, it on. Right, right. I, I took it I was off. Like, maybe talking about that yeah, hat. It's kinda... um, I think it was from the Vol Shop. Shout out to the Vol Shop if I remember correctly. The, I buy that a, one. Yeah. Okay. I buy a lot. I was about to say this is one one of a kind. <laughs> I buy a lot of hats though. So to be honest, I don't remember where i got them all from but i'm gonna guess the ball shot and it doesn't come with the bonnet he has on <laughs> it does not come with the bonnet if you're talking about the if you're talking about the jeremy pruitt old lady in the rain bonnet it's not that one uh you, you're actually supposed to wear it like this but um my, i got a beard i'm like i see i think you gotta go bald like pruitt to to really get it like that this is shave like, everything yeah yeah full body exactly full body shave uh, I'm, guys, I'm never gonna catch up on these comments. I'm at the bottom. Let's let's talk in YouTube. I'm sorry. They are. It looks like they are going at it though. So this um, is fun. I, Keep it going. You, you said like we didn't utilize them a ton in the passing game. I thought we did. Get, like you scored a touchdown out of it. Yeah. And Ch- Ty Chandler got three um, catches. I, I would like to see Eric Gray maybe get a, a few more touches in the passing game, but it just feels like one a game for a guy that dynamic isn't enough but again if he's running the ball that well i guess you're not having to do that to make defenses move around and right. keep them accountable so i guess this week you'll really find out for a defense that's really good you'll really find out if you're using utilizing that enough yeah i just don't think you really had to pass much this right time. that that's the thing i i'll say it and then i'm like well, i wouldn't do it either if i'm a coach i just run the <laughs> yeah. damn ball cotton run it <laughs> 
Um, Amari Thomas got a tackles for a loss. There was a lot of freshmen that got in. Spragans got in. Cooper Mays and Cade Mays are on the field at the same time. Yeah. He was, was like 93. A, we finally figured that out. It was like a freaking family reunion in there. Exactly. What, awesome. did, what did Trey Smith say? He said, that's a lot of meat. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we have that beef. package where it's seven offensive linemen. Yeah. Which, I'm indifferent to it because I'm like, I, I would like to see. And maybe, hey, do we see a Cooper Mays touchdown this year at tight end? Maybe. Sure. Because I'd like to see if, if Cooper Mays can move and if he can catch, let him play it. But I think I'd like to see a package like that where you can move guys around and, and get them out. Scoring touchdowns. We didn't get it to the tight end at all. So that's no. But that's like, something a nitpicking I would probably like to see more just because like you have so many tight ends in this class. You've got to show them that you can get them. Right. The but it, and my rebuttal to that is just did you have to this game? You probably didn't. Exactly. Again, it's I think it's one of those things like will you see or the, I mean will you see enough of it this week? Maybe like yeah, you don't have to. Maybe it's just like we don't want to because we don't have the tight ends there to do it. Maybe. We got a question about the Simmons injury. I don't know if they've commented on that yet. I don't think I've seen anything. Yeah, we might hear something tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah, look at for, I think his press conference will be at noon tomorrow. Yeah. So look around for that. Uh, for Elijah Simmons. Our, we'll our have the updates. Junkyard Dog Boy. Also want to mention we, this red solo cup, there's nothing. It's just water in here. But uh, I Someone just, commented on your... I just grabbed this cup. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know if my grandmother was going to just say something. So I'm, I'm not dis- drinking on the job. I'm pretty disappointed <laughs> Lana didn't have victory beers for us. Um, yeah. That was sad. But we... We'll move on. We'll grow from it. Man, Landon knows next. We beat Georgia. We'll, we'll have some victory beers in okay. here. Good. Grandma can uh, can suck it up. Grit knows there's nothing better than victory beers. Shower beer, vic- victory beer number one, shower beer number two. Right. That's the order. <laughs> um, do you have anything else for some things we need to improve on? I guess we kind of touched on everything there, but um, let's keep talking about the Missouri game. If you guys want to keep talking about it, I would love to. What was your favorite? If you've got it, comment. What was your favorite play? My favorite play? Yeah. Uh, hmm, probably the s- screen to Air Gray. Yeah. Touch, the touchdown. The touchdown. Yeah. Because yeah. the offensive lineman just, I think Wanya <laughs> Morris hit somebody in the back, but Wanya he Morris. destroyed but him. It, it's not a block in the back at that point in the field. Right. Because he spun. Right. But, yeah. It, but destroyed. It was fun. I loved it. And then... You had Brandon Kennedy and Trey Smith just running down the field, and the safety just like ducked. He was a good smart man. Business decisions. <laughs> yeah, he was like business decisions. It isn't worth my career. So no, absolutely not. I agree with him. That was a great call. Um, mm. my favorite play was the JG one yard touchdown. No. <laughs> I really like all four fourth down conversions. Yeah, I really like the throw to Jalen Hyatt. You mentioned it. Um, that was a phenomenal throw. Kept him from getting murdered because he might have from the safety yeah. had he thrown him in bounds. Um, that was a really good – I think that's just like a play that you're talking about that probably he doesn't make last year, and that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. And we won, so I'm not going to just – I didn't feel like there was a, really a defining moment we won, whereas like, you know, the Palmer touchdown was the game-winning touchdown last week. Brandon Johnson's pass catch was the only third-down conversion. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Someone mentioned Small. I love Small's run. Um, Small's run was awesome, and it just gave me so much hope for this running back group. Yeah, and I, I thought just we added, were, added hope. We were just able to get big chunk plays, which against South Carolina, we just weren't able to get just big chunk plays. Like, Air Gray had a, a long of 22. Ty Chandler had a long of 21. Small had a long of 15. Palmer had a reception of 33 yards. Hyatt had one for 36. Vilas Jones had a good catch for 22 yards. Yeah. Um, so, we were just able to get big chunk plays when we needed them. 
I would have um, liked to see us use Bayless Jones more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we didn't really. But again, give him right. We need to nit nitpicking. <laughs> or or we, and we didn't take many shots like down like home run shots downfield. I don't feel like. I think there was one to Keaton where we missed on, but other than that, there wasn't a ton of. But again, you didn't need to. You're right. able to just that four yard mentality, just keep moving the chains, moving the chains, and then you short. Like that's, I'll take that. Just keep that. Yeah, I agree. Four yards in a cloud of dust. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I do think we have to tackle better on defense. I, I think we missed some tackles. Um, we probably missed some, but I think I was encouraged that we still had a lot of guys to the ball. So mm-hmm. they weren't gaining a ton of yards after tackles. No, 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 they weren't. Or after they were, broken tackles. But maybe me. if it it could have been a tackles for loss, we're getting them maybe yeah, yeah. a yard or two. So someone mentioned the uh, sack play too. Uh, DeAndre Johnson's sack play that he. I think he looked great on that pass rush. I, it was clear that they just kind of let him pin his ears back and go, and he looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had a little swim move to get by the the uh, tackle and Ooh. made a great play. Going swimming. Good. Love a good swim move. <laughs> I, I think it was uh, one of those Derek Barnett where he kind of like goes high and then really gets his shoulder low. Mm. but Just rips through. A little bend. Mm. A little bend in the – Bending them. I love when people talk about edge rushers, like especially when we're talking about like the NFL draft, and they're talking about the bend of the edge rusher. Yeah, yeah. I just love like that's a lot of good bend. Yeah, <laughs> it's like something they look for. I mean, it, it is a good thing, but I just think it's it's funny that we talk about how low a guy can get coming off the ball. Derek Barnett's ability to bend is very impressive. It is. It is. It is very impressive. It, and it's it almost it, like um, it makes it impossible for a tackle to defend him well. Do you watch like? When uh people race like professional motorcycles and they like go around a turn yeah. and it's and their like, knee is almost on the ground. Yeah, it terrifies me to yeah. The end. yeah, that's what a quarterback sees. He's like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. Someone in the I just I saw a chat a little message uh, here that says Stetson Bennett will have four touchdown passes against Tennessee. Uh, hopefully it's for for Tennessee. Hopefully it's four pick sixes. <laughs> yeah, I'd love yeah. More. <laughs> yeah. Throw it to eleven and see what happens. We're gonna get some Henry Toto touchdowns I on hope, Saturday. I hope. Hey, so I said I really wanted to see Tennessee uh, own time of possession. They didn't. I wouldn't call it own it, but they they got it thirty one fifty to twenty eight ten. So yeah, I like it barely. I mean, we made Missouri's defense look like butter. Butt or butter? Both. Butt butter. <laughs> Butt butter. <laughs> Ugh, that sounds <laughs> gross. <laughs> Um, we had 26 first downs. That's impressive. I, I don't care who you are. <laughs> 26 first downs. Moving the chains. Chain moving gang. Chain moving gang. I like it. Bring back CMG. A TVA. Do what? Tennessee Valley Authority. Oh, I think it's a TBA. I was like, are we we're running so far we go to Thompson Bowl? <laughs> we could. <laughs> I think that might be the wrong direction, but yeah, sure. There's kind of an end zone there. We want to run straight <laughs> into the river. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's the south end zone, too. I love a good touchdown in the south end zone. Yeah, it's nice. Shout out to Vestal. Um, the, uh, the TVA was a, is a really good, apparently that was a, a nickname for the line back in the 89. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. And I guess we're bringing it back. I love it. I mean, you need a dominant line. You need one. Yeah. Listen, with this offensive line, I think there's gonna be a lot of fun games. And I think I heard Austin Price mention it. One thing about Tennessee, hopefully this year, cause you've seen the, the those two games and I kind of mentioned it earlier in the show, you took care of business, beat the teams you're supposed to. That's another question I want to ask you. So you, you dominate or you, you I guess dominate Missouri. You beat South Carolina, and you you control those games. That puts you in the Georgia game, puts you in the Florida game, puts you in the Bama game. If you can go and take care of business, you're not having all these roller coaster games, up and downs. That puts you in those top three, top four games. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Like people are gonna pick you because like they saw what you did to they they saw what you did against South Carolina and they saw the improvements against Missouri. And I don't think Georgia Georgia hasn't just like impressed me. I'm thinking like man. I don't think we can win. But I mean, even even if they did, though, the fact that you took care of business against those two, it wasn't like you lost South Carolina or, um, you know, it came down to a bad call, something like that. You you won and you played pretty well uh, outside of a couple plays. Missouri, you played really well. You dominated the game. You you beat the SEC teams you're supposed to beat, and you took care of business. So it really gives you a chance against Georgia instead of just a absolute roller coaster ride before you play them yeah i think these these are the games where like it's good to know how to win yeah absolutely because if you find yourself in a close football game i think probably tennessee has the edge because like you you've won eight games up to this point it definitely feels like you especially after watching south carolina you know how to win so when you look in those close games and tennessee fans are always going to say it at least for the next 10 years until we just get out of that habit of um most recently like the byu catch um, oh God. The, yeah, I mean, just <laughs> these terrible just outcomes. They know how to win. They've they've shown the ability. You talk about you look at Indiana, South Carolina most recently. Um, so get yourself in that Georgia game, and if it comes down close, you feel like you have a chance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're two and zero now. You beat, and I know a lot. I, it's hard because I think most people expect you to win the first two games, but the way in the fashion they were one in, does it change your outcome at all? This is a question for everybody. Tell me what maybe your prediction was at the beginning of the year. Um, or if you didn't have one, just what's your prediction now for how Tennessee finishes after you've seen the first two weeks? Does it change anything? I, I think six and four is your floor. Now, Maybe now that you've won those games, you've seen A and M and Auburn. I'm still like, I want to say seven and three. I'm still staying at six and four, but I, I think you should be six and four. Not that like you I think, shouldn't be worse. I think than before six and then four. you should be five and five. I think you now should be six okay. and four. I kind of had us at six and four um, because I thought you split Auburn or A and M, and I think this Jeremy Pruitt team takes care of business. A team that does scare me just because of they did they grab a little hope last night is Arkansas, um, and they're kind of in the mix of a pretty tough slate in terms of you have Alabama the week before, A and M and Auburn after. Could they sneak up on you there? I feel like that's a trap game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a loss. I'm not ever going to count it as a loss this season. Right. Uh, but I still I'm with you. I kind of have that 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 floor at six and four. Um, because I still probably have you split in Auburn and AM at this point. And I'm going to, until we go out and beat UGA and Florida and, and Alabama, I've got to say they're, they're losses. Yeah. You got to go out and beat them for me to believe it. I, I think what's really, really like encouraging is when Jeremy Pruitt took over, like these teams like Kentucky, well, not really Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Missouri, South Carolina, like we haven't beat them consistently no. in a long time. And now you're 2 and 0 against them in the last two games. Right. And, and Jeremy Pruitt is is now like you are 1 and 1 against Kentucky, you're 1 and 1 against Vanderbilt. Uh you're now 2 and 1 against South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You're 2 and 1 against Missouri. Um so now, now you're cons- it seems like you're consistently beating these teams and that's just catching us up to Florida and Georgia. And, and it should, and hopefully it will. You have a number six recruiting class coming in for next year. Um, so hopefully that success continues. Uh, I'd like, listen. We haven't beat a top ten team since 2006, though. That's, right. That's not good. I think we're 0-32, 33. Oof. Yikes. Well, you got a chance. Number three, Georgia. Yeah. Against number <laughs> 14, Tennessee. The good thing is, like, that's going to come to an end at some point because you're always going to have a some top ten teams on your schedule. Yeah. Have we always. talked about our new ranking? I don't know if we have. Have we, we mentioned haven't. it? Are we just living humble lives over here? It's weird. We're Tennessee fans. We can't be humble. Yeah. 
Do we want? Are we not? Are you trying not to jinx it? Is that why you didn't bring it up? Yeah, kinda. I, it just makes me nervous. Like it's yeah. It's already a weird year anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like. Are we? A, are we the number twelve team in the country? Like when you look at everybody in front of you and, and the teams around you, I don't. I don't think you're not. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird for me to think of this team as yeah. the number twelve team in the country. Uh, Tennessee is at fourteen in the in the AP poll, and mm-hmm. I look at Auburn, and I'm just. I mean, I don't think you need to put Tennessee. And we talked about it last week. The, these first couple of weeks don't really mean much. But after, I don't know, putting Auburn in front of Tennessee, and they only received a handful of votes in front of them. But it's just they they looked okay against Kentucky. Not great, not bad. They looked terrible against Georgia. Yeah. But I guess you get to sit out this week because Tennessee does play that same Georgia team. This week. So it's Kentucky got beat by Ole Miss. Yeah. Kentu- they did miss an extra point. But, yeah. But they didn't look good either. Mm-hmm. And Ole Miss didn't look good. Uh, then you have Oregon, who's a – Hadn't even played a game yet at number 12 in front of Tennessee in the AP. Cincinnati at number 11, who is um, not going to play anybody this year. No. Um, and then Oklahoma State, who's – they did look quality, I guess, against Kansas, but it's Kansas. Yeah. Those are teams in front, just in front of you. BYU just behind Tennessee. That's probably an interesting ranking because they've taken care of business. And I think – I mean, they were preseason ranked in front of Tennessee, weren't they? <coughs> yeah, I think so. So that's just – that's or a right around what okay. Tennessee was. So that one's just – I mean, again, it's – Week four or five, you're going to really start figuring out where teams actually fall. Yeah, and, and Tennessee, like, this is – is that ranking for real? You get to find out this week. You get to find out this week. It's fun. Uh, let's talk some college football, speaking of Actually, all this. let's do game balls. Game balls. I forgot to – Game balls. This. You didn't um, tell me. I hate you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'll, I'll go defense first. I'm going to go Henry Toto. I think he's all over the field. Um, I think he's just a difference maker on this defense. Yeah. No, I mean, just he, like a spark plug. He does – he does so. He does so much that um, maybe isn't always. I mean, you'd like to see him maybe be uh, it be quantifiable in stats, but maybe not always going to be. He only had six tackles this week for um, uh, and one tackle for a loss. So, I mean, it doesn't like stand out to you, but you know what he really does for this team. So right, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to the the main the guy who's grabbing all the tackles this week. I'm just going to give it to Travion Flowers. Okay, uh, yeah. You came up and you were great in run support. You had 10, 10 total tackles and one for a loss. I'm gonna give it to Travion Flowers. Yeah, that's ten times we get to hear your name on the intercom. You 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 stuck it in my in my head. Moms love that. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I think offense. You got to go Eric Gray. I mean, he just yeah. I think <clears throat> no, I'm not going Eric Gray. I'm going offensive line. Eric Gray, you can thank your offensive line because I, I feel like a lot of that was because of him. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you go Eric Gray so I could ch- silence all the all the the critics of me who just don't don't like that i don't give jg credit i was gonna give it to jg you're not gonna give it to eric gray i gotta hand the game ball to eric gray okay uh ran the ball really well you mentioned his receiving touchdown eric gray just looks like everything you last week maybe a little underwhelming but also didn't get the ball a lot in the first half um you were kind of like oh man did we hype him up a little too much this week he oh he lived up to all of it so far you're gonna really find out the the true eric gray though this week against a really good defense i'm excited yep hopefully i'll be handing him the game ball again Uh, yeah hopefully i give jg the game ball i want to give him the game ball yeah i do too I'd like to. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. I, I, I'm not hating for the sake of hating. No, don't don't don't, don't put that on me. Don't put that evil on me. I I, I do think he is improving. I, I yeah, I do too. I, and I don't want people to be like, oh, y'all hate JG. That's not true at all. We want him to yeah. succeed. It, and, it's just the inconsistency. And hey, the good news he he's starting to live clean. No turnovers. I'm yeah. liking that. Um, and not going rogue on us. So yeah, like we don't necessarily. I don't think the. Like, Cheney and Peru want him to, like, go win us a game. I, I think they would love that, but, like, they're not. I think they also may know he 
necessarily. Right. They're not right centering now. the offense around that. They're right. centering the offense like, hey, don't lose us the game. Well, they're and they're putting a lot of it on the offensive line to control the game. Yeah. I think they need. I think the play calling could probably help you control it a little bit more, but I think that's kind of the goal. Yeah, I I think that just sets JG up for success when you're not having to put all that on his shoulders. Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Um, I, I thought. Uh, let, let's finish. Let's wrap up this Missouri game real quick and just say I thought it was a. I don't know if I felt like even in this eight-game win streak that Tennessee has put together a full sixty minutes. I felt like yesterday they did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, I, I but think, you did win eight games. I think we look like a good SEC football team. Yeah, especially up front. Yeah, we're physical. I think we have the the athletes. To, we have speed. Um, we have guys that can run the football. Like it's just. I don't know, man. It feels better. It feels better than it did. I mean, even a, a year ago, you're talking a we're owing to you're one. you're one and four at this point last year. Isn't that nuts? Like a year ago, we were owing two against Georgia State and BYU, and now we're two and zero against two SEC opponents. Yeah, I mean, we were one and four, and all our win was against Chattanooga. That's gross. So, <laughs> hey, credit to the turnaround. I mean, a lot of people were, were calling for Jeremy's job, old Jeremy Pruitt's job last year at this point. Um, a, a lot of people I was saying we're, we you can't really forget those losses. They weren't pretty. Um, maybe a little, maybe a couple come to Jesus meetings within the the program. Um, and they've done what it took to turn it around. It, it, it didn't happen in one game. It wasn't like, this is where we turn it around. It's been a process, but, dude, they've – especially – I think the biggest – if you have been around this program, look at the offensive line and where they were at two years ago and where they're at now. And I feel like that's a kind of like a microcosm of the whole program. We were starting a guy that was 280. Now we don't have <laughs> a single guy like – I think – Kennedy's like 305. I think he's the smallest guy. And he's not a small 305. <laughs> he's not. Um, Troy Car- Cochran says they're going to need to open up the playbook against Georgia. Yeah, probably so. You probably are. But, but I don't think that's a game plan going into it. You want If you're able to dominate the line of scrimmage like they did against Missouri, yeah. which I, that, that's a bigger task. But <laughs> if you are, like, they're not just going to like throw bombs just right. to if, do it. You mentioned it. Obviously, if you can just dominate how you if you can play if you can run a game like you did against Missouri, you're gonna do it. It's easy or not easy in the right word, but it it's way easier to live clean when you do that. Right now, I hope that we have a plan because I don't think you can against a Georgia defense. But so yeah, I agree with that. They're probably gonna have to open up the playbook. You are gonna kind of find out what JG's made of, what Eric Gray's made of, what the offensive line's made of. But and the defense is gonna have to be stingy. They're not. Yeah, one turnover probably isn't gonna win you that game. No. Because I, I, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope we can leave next week going Tennessee hadn't turned the ball over in 2020. But Tennessee's probably going to turn the ball over next week. That Georgia defense is stingy. I like that word. Yeah. Stingy. Yeah. So it, it's probably going to happen. Um, I mean, Bo, Bo Nix is no schlub, and he had a lot of trouble against him. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's probably not a Heisman winner like a lot of people wanted to have him, especially Chad Morris calling plays. <laughs> Jesus. This is Gus Malzahn takeover. There was a guy, him. I actually was looking up to like – People wanting Mike Leach after that, um, one like Tennessee to hire Mike Leach, and then one guy was like, he's actually graduated from Tennessee. He was like, oh, we should have hired Mike Leach. I don't like any of these guys, and it was like the people that Dallas guy, that dude from Dallas, does the sports radio in Dallas or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm like, dude, it's like I'm gonna get back my degree. I was like, he was that he wanted Mike too? Leach and Chad Morris. That was his two picks. It's really panned out for Chad Morris. Mike Leach, listen, let's talk about let's talk about this week in college football. Listen, Mike Leach, and I've said this since day one when he got 
you know, his name got thrown in for the Tennessee job. He is going to beat teams in the SEC. That's why I love him. I love. I'm going to love watching him at Mississippi State because he's going to beat an LSU or an Auburn or an Alabama or A and M. He's going to beat those teams every once in a while. He's right. not going to do it consistently, and he's not going to win the SEC West. Yeah, ne- ever. And he wouldn't have won the SEC East. And, and he's he's never even going to contend for anything. Yeah, I doubt it'll come down to the last week and who wins the Iron Bowl to see mm. if Mike Leach goes into the no the, into the championship. Watch. I highly doubt that. <laughs> so watching Mike Leach from afar is going to be enjoyable, but I didn't want him at Tennessee. And this week losing to Arkansas, who hadn't won an SEC game since 2017, is that right? 2018, whatever year it was. That that's a great example. Sure, they beat LSU, but do you all really want to rob the roller coaster? That's the balls again, because that's what Leach would have given you. Oh yeah, 100. Like. He was not the right guy for that. If we wanted to hire him after Kiffin, you know, maybe that was something. But after the Butch Jones stuff, <laughs> after that long decade of dysfunction, we did not need a guy that was just going to make people laugh in press conferences. Yeah, that's true. And I'm sure nobody was laughing last night after the Arkansas loss. No. Because it wasn't a pretty – it wasn't like Arkansas played great. It was not a pretty game. And, like, being a, being a head – like – LSU is a little down. They're not the same team from last year. And they didn't have, like, anything to really go off of besides him at Washington State, him at um, Texas Tech, him at Kentucky. They didn't just didn't have that personnel in that offense. So that's that's a difficult thing to plan for. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, and they, I think the outright thing is they didn't have the Jimmys and Joes to do it. Right. To defend it. And K.J. Costello just made too many mistakes. Three interceptions, right. that's bad. It won't win you many ball games in the SEC. And throwing but, 60 times? Like, I understand the air raid. You also and, have, and one guy was arguing that that's what an NFL offense looks like. NFLs don't throw for 60 times. Someone said that? 60? Someone said that's what an NFL offense looks like? They're like, I want Mike Leach because it's what the NFL runs. Guys, 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 <laughs> guys. The NFL, like, let's see how many times they ran the ball. 24 times? Mississippi State ran the ball 24 times? Yeah. That's, that's unbelievable. Surprising. That's kind of surprising. Um, Did Hill run the ball every single time? Because if rushed, not, you're wrong there, too. He only rushed one time. Is he injured? Is he for seven yards? So they, so they probably didn't even run the ball 24 times. Like, Costello probably ran the ball a couple times out of, to yeah, get he, out of pressure. Yeah, he did. Um, trying to see how much they ran against LSU. It wasn't like Leach. Let's... Look that up real quick. See how many times they ran the ball. While, while you're doing that, uh, Mike Leach and Mississippi State did lose. 16 times for nine yards. Yikes. Number 16, Mississippi State. What did they drop to? I didn't look at that. Uh, lost to. Should be out. Correct. Lost to Arkansas. Hey, Arkansas. Philip Franks, man. Is he just, is he a magician? Does a man just win ball games? Is he a winner? I guess. <laughs> I guess. You got to ask, huh? I mean, uh, he, like, Arkansas didn't look. They gave Georgia a ride for a little bit. Yeah, the first half. I mean, that gives me hope against Georgia. Is that I mean, they did not look clean in the first half at all. Right. Yeah, Mississippi State did not get a single vote this week. (laughs) Because we all knew after that win, everyone knew why that was. If you voted for Mississippi State to be in the top twenty-five after that, you should get your voter, especially sixteen. Yeah, y'all are stupid. If you did that, you're stupid. Um, I love. Somebody came up to us. We were eating somewhere. It was like, Mike Leach is a good coach. And we were both like, eh, to be determined. 
We were eating at Poncho's. Yeah. Oh, no, I was pretty gone. I was like, he'll do that. Like, I, I've been saying that since 2017. He, he will do that. He'll, he'll beat he'll an be LSU. A, he'll, he'll be a thorn in some people's sides. And then he'll lose like to an 0-3 UCLA. Yeah, he's not going to win anything. He's never played, like, you, you brought that up. He's never played in a conference championship. Ever. In his entire life. Ever. He had a number one draft pick when he was a OC at Kentucky. Didn't do anything special with him. Didn't he win the Heisman? Did no. he win? No. At Did Kentucky? He? No, I don't think so. Okay. Did he? No. He no. was a Heisman candidate. Yeah, he was a Heisman candidate. Okay. No, he didn't win. He didn't win the Heisman. Um, looking at let's go let's go back to the SEC though and talk about this week in college football. Number thirteen A and M just did not look great for the second week in a row. They they did give Bama some uh, trouble in the first quarter, but they lost to number two Bama fifty two to twenty four. They just I mean Kellen Mond is not great, and they thought this was going to be the year. Their defense looked decent in the first quarter, but they could not hang with the speed that Alabama brought. No, they couldn't. Uh, South Carolina, again, a team that kind of looked good in the first half against Florida. Uh, Florida started running away, actually, at the end of the second, or first half. But number three, Florida beat South Carolina 38-24. Auburn and Georgia, number seven, Auburn, traveled to number four, Georgia, with under uh, 70,000 fans. And <laughs> Georgia beat them 27-6. A little home field advantage. You like to see it. Uh, LSU bounced back. You knew they would. Number 20, LSU, or 21, I can't remember what number they were. Uh, 41-7 over Vanderbilt and their 500 fans. They had zero restrictions on the fans that were allowed in. That's just how many showed up. <laughs> Kentucky misses an extra point to lose to Ole Miss in overtime, 41-42. to And uh, we're going to see a suspension from uh, Stoops this week after grabbing an official after the game. Oh, did he? I think he like kind of like as he was running off. But you should be able to hear him, right? There's no fans. You shouldn't right. have to grab him. Right. So, will you, I don't know. I was kind of joking, but will you see a suspension? I know Kentucky rushed for over 400 yards and still lost. That's trash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Lula Jaw, 0107. You know who I'm talking to. He asked, what's your take on Tennessee versus Georgia units? Listen, because I'm selling you a product here. you got to come back on Wednesday. We'll do that exact question. Yeah, we'll we have the matchup. Every week, we'll do it this week. We'll um, have the matchup. So I'm going to make you come back. I don't think it's, it's going to be as one-sided as it's been the past two weeks. Correct. But I want you to come back because we will answer that exact question. Um, so yeah, we'll sell a little seller's mentality there. Come back and get that. Let's stay with some college football looking around. Number one, Clemson took care of business. No problem. You mentioned that before that wasn't even worth watching 41 to 23 over Virginia TCU upset. Texas number nine, Texas 33, 31. We're back. <laughs> That'll never get old. They're so bad. Hey, I think this might be your team. Tulsa upsets. Number 11, UCF 34 to 26. And I said it last week. Is this the year UCF gets a chance in the college football playoff with Pac-12 and, and Big Ten not being allowed in probably? Could they be an undefeated team that you have to put in there? Not anymore. <laughs> not <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Even if the season like got canceled today, you still couldn't crown yourself as a national champion. Exactly. You lost um, to Tulsa. And Tulsa was uh, – they almost, they gave Oklahoma State a run for their money in the first in the game first of the half. season. First half. I think – It ended 16-7. to seven. Oh, did it? I thought, I thought Oklahoma State – Created some separation. Okay. Now that now Oklahoma State killed whoever they played. This Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Yes. They, I'll, I'll mention that one real quick. Oklahoma State uh, did beat Kansas forty-seven to seven. No problem there. Number twelve UNC top Boston College twenty-six twenty-two. Number fifteen Cincinnati. Is this the team that could sneak into the college football playoff in a year that does not have all the teams? They beat USF twenty-eight to seven. This is my favorite talking point this week. Oklahoma fell back to number eighteen. No longer in the top 25. Lost to Iowa State on the road. 37-30. to 30. 
Spencer Rattler looking a little rattled from the start, huh? Do you like that? I do. Yeah, I do. That's good. That's good. What about Oklahoma just being absolute trash to teams that lost in the first week to non-power five teams? Bad, isn't it? Yeah, Kansas Iowa State, State lost to Louisiana State week one or Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette. Lafayette, and Kansas State lost to Arkansas State. Arkansas State two Sun Belt teams. <laughs> the Sun Belt might be the, the best year team the in Sun Belt. <laughs> if Missouri wins a Sun Belt, they'll be the best team in the Big Twelve. Easy, a hundred percent. Yeah, easily. Um, any more games I've got? Yep, I do. Number 22, BYU over La Tech, 45-14. Number 25, Memphis, the best team in the state of Tennessee, self-proclaimed, lost to SMU, 30-27. to Whew, it's a tough one for Memphis. That's gross. <laughs> Who would, um, going back to Oklahoma, we would have beat them by three touchdowns, right? We destroyed it. I'm not willing to say that, but it's it. I mean, t- I, now it's not going to happen when you say it. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before the season, I didn't feel great about it. I feel if we were to play them next week, because we would have in week two, not week three, sorry. Mm-hmm. Even if we had played them last, I would have felt a lot better now, knowing what you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, you would definitely would have felt better. Uh, you got anything else for college football you want to mention? Um, That's all I got. Hey, who, uh, are, you, who are you more surprised by this year? Uh, Miami being good or Oklahoma being bad? Probably Oklahoma being bad. I just thought, like... So you kind of bought into the Miami hype going into this year? No. No. It'll be interesting to see... And I'm I'm still not bought in, really. Fair, fair. But they're probably the other best team in the ACC. Now, that doesn't mean much because the other team I'm talking about is Clemson. Or Notre Dame. Forgot Notre Dame is in the ACC (laughs) this year. That's weird. Um, So what surprises you more, Notre Dame being in the ACC or Oklahoma being terrible? (laughs) Um... Probably Oklahoma being terrible, yeah. I, the ACC just proves they don't have a backbone. So, uh. Okay, let's uh, flip over to the SEC. Are you more surprised with A&M being not so great or Mike Leach getting a signature win in, in one of the first weeks? That's tough because, like, I, I was not – you knew Mike Leach would get a win, but in the first two weeks. I, I didn't think it would be LSU, I'd be honest or with LSU. that. Or LSU. Yeah, so I'd probably go with that, but I did not think Texas A&M was going to be as good as everybody thought they were. So you thought they were going to be bad, but maybe not this bad? Yeah, I did. I, I mean, they look bad against I mean, Vanderbilt. That, everybody just hop, was hopping up, Kelly yeah, on like he's some God's gift to earth. I'm like, dude, I haven't seen anything from him. I'm just like, man, he's a good quarterback. I definitely did not think. A&M would be great. I mean, like I said, it was a toss-up now, game. Now, but. somebody who's really surprised me, and it might be just because he's in that system, Mac Jones is throwing it everywhere. <laughs> throwing he freaking good, dimes. He? he looks good. Good Lord, it makes me so mad. I mean, it, it's nice <laughs> that, like, hey, I'm going to throw it this far, and my receiver's going to beat that DB every time. That's nice. But... It irritates the hell out of me that he's so good. And like Kyle Trask. But like, he had that phenomenal throw on that. I guess how do it was people just luck into quarterbacks like that? Yeah. Which, apparently Dan Mullen knew Trask was going to be good. That's why he went with him and rode with him when Frank, even when Franks was hurt. So, I guess I'll give him that credit. But wasn't he a backup? He was a backup quarterback in high school. When Franks got hurt, and that's why he played against us. Right. But after apparently he was like, I knew I was going with him. Like It wasn't a one-time deal. Like If he comes back, we're good. If he comes back at the end of the season, like apparently oh, after just... that game, it was like I'm going with him. Jeez. So, guess his wife didn't. His wife told Mullen that Trask was a better kisser or something. <laughs> Dude, Sam Ellinger 
The we're back yeah. quarterback. 17 for 36. Oh, that's real good. That's terrible. That's an NFL stat line. We should see if he'll be our quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> 50%. Speaking of. Right below uh, 50%. Do what? Right below 50%. That's. Good Lord, that's so bad. Hey, I, I do. I, I don't know. I don't think we want to talk too much NFL, but I do want to mention. How about the Falcons? Ability to lose to the Cowboys and the Cowboys' ability to lose to the Browns in, back- <laughs> in back-to-back weeks. And then to, like, ice the game, OBJ runs 50 yards on a rush. Yeah. Oh Did you see the play? Yeah. Should have been a tackle for a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Just and tackles. Then, what is that onside kick? I have no clue. The Cowboys are going Cowboys. Good Lord. Hey, Browns are 3-1. and one. Is Baker back? I just love that every Baker Skip Bayless team is just choked. Who, who else is he cheer for? Cowboys and... Well, he used to like the Spurs, so he's a big Kawhi fan because he thinks Kawhi is better than LeBron, so he is a big Clippers fan oh. this year, um, and they got beat by the Nuggets, so it's just great to see him just upset at the world. Interesting. Yeah. yeah very interesting. And, and then he just takes it out on LeBron James because he just, I don't know. <laughs> Are you ready for some... Uh... Somebody's got to take the blame. Right. You ready for some high school highlights? Yeah, I am. Let me get this. I got some box scores this week. Oh, you got some box scores for us? Yeah. Do you want to do those first before we do some? Yeah, I'll kind of go through um, some of the interesting games. So, Alcoa, 56-8 over Northview Academy. Hey, Northview scored, though, which is the first (laughs) time anyone scored a touchdown in that region in a long time. No, I think they gave a a touchdown last week, too. But was it a region game? Oh, I don't know. I think it's the first time in the region in, like, three years. Dang. Yeah. Good for them. (laughs) <laughs> um, Anderson County beat East Ridge 47-6. Um, Bearden beat Hardin Valley 44-20. Uh, Bradley Central 42-25 over Cleveland. Um, Dobbins Bennett 42-0 over Jeff County. Daniel Boone 35-13 over Morristown East. Elizabethton beating a 6A team 56-8. They beat William Blunt. Shoot. Yeah. All right, well, 4A is going to be fun. They're good. 4A is going to be fun with them in Anderson County. Yeah. Uh, Gallenberg-Pittman beat Pigeon Forge 15-12. to uh, Greenville over Sullivan Central 77 to nothing. Kings Academy over MTCS 54-35. We got a... Got a couple plays from Kings Academy. Okay. I had to throw it. Maybe one. Maybe doesn't make top play. Fair mm-hmm. enough. But I had to throw it in because it's a ball. Okay, yeah. You, you gave it to me and I had yeah, to do got, it. Yeah, got a big boy touchdown. But I've got Love some it. great plays from Kings Academy, too. Um, Carter beat Morristown West 43-25. Um, that's just a weird score to see because, like, <laughs> Morristown West used to be, like, good. They did. Um, Grace beat Webb. That was a big game, 24-21. Um, West beat Clinton 42-3. Oak Ridge beat Carnes 56-14. Uh, Sevier County beat Gibbs 41-35. Sal Doyle beat Seymour 56 to 7. We were both at that game. Ugh. Go Keys. <laughs> yeah. How about them? It's uh, not good for uh, the team and Sepco. <laughs> uh, I think WATE said the Battle of South Knoxville, so they don't even give them the Sepco credit. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want them here. <laughs> I don't either. Um, I just, just thought I was And then uh, Brentwood Academy beat Catholic. Was it 28-21? I don't have it, any. Something like that, yeah. yeah. They played on Saturday, actually. I, right. I didn't realize it was, I saw that the game got rescheduled. Did not realize it was this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, That's good. Actually, game. like, Brentwood Academy is good. So, right. for Catholic to. It's not a bad loss. Yeah. Not yep. a bad loss at all. 
They they had a tough schedule this year, so they. Oh, and then Powell beat Campbell County forty eight thirteen. I think that's kind of all the Powell and West this this week. Yeah, be a good game. Yep, Halls is back in action against Sal Duel. Halls is back. Halls is back. <laughs> Halls um, has it. I don't know exactly what all matchups are, are this week. I do know the Powell West is on rivalry oh, Thursday. Thursday game. Yeah, no, that'll be good to watch. Yep. Good TV game. All right, you ready for some highlights? Let's go. Let's do it. First one, like I said, takes us over to Kings Academy and Vol commit. Jamarion Gooch. The Gooch. Give it to the Gooch. They beat Middle Tennessee Christian 54-35, to and they got him a big guy. Big boy touchdown. Uh, Love I think it, they baby. Got, I mean, you knew he was going to score from there. You knew he was. Next one, you saw him last week, Deshaun Bishop. 86 yards to the house for Carnes against Oak Ridge. It was not enough, though. Carnes did come up quite short. Oak Ridge, solid team, though. I mean, yep. But uh, Deshaun Bishop is good, and he's fast. He has several touchdowns over 70 yards. How old year. is he? Is he a sophomore? Not sure. Junior? Next one, we mentioned South Doyle. Sean Gary with the absolutely <laughs> nasty spin move. I know what you're saying. We need a better angle for that. Don't worry. I got one for you. His spin move is filthy. Filthy. You'll see it here. You got a nice close-up. Ooh, put him in the spin cycle. <laughs> it's. I love it, man. I love it. And then he hits it, and he's going touchdown from there. You, got, you make that move, you got to go score, and he does. And he tells him about it. Tries to strike up the band, too. Next one, we're going back to Keynes Academy. Nathan McAfee, believe is how you say your name. Behind the back catch. Yes. Behind the back. He comes up just to make a play on it. That ball gets turned around and makes a phenomenal. I've got a picture to show you after this. Behind the back catch. And in case that interception wasn't impressive enough for you, if you're like, I can do that, you probably couldn't do this one. Middle Tennessee Christian quarterback gets pressured quite a bit here. Um, he tries to chuck one up just for good luck. And McAfee says, ah, I'll take that one. One-handed interception. Going to the ground away from everybody. I believe this guy has offers from a lot of Pac-12 programs. So, it's going to be – he is impressive. He had, I think, 400 yards of offense, four TDs this weekend. He's mm. a good player. Snag. Next one, we're going back south of the river, baby. 44-yard touchdown to Preston Sisler. It wasn't with ease, though. Full extension dive. A lot of people ask me, was did he actually catch it? Yes, Landon. He actually caught it. He caught it. <laughs> Full extension dive. You've seen Preston Sisler before. I don't think this will be the last you see of him. Great ball here from quarterback Nick Martin. And, uh, yes, touchdown. Dude, if, if college coaches need a, a shifty white guy in their offense or defense, Preston Sisler, I, I think, should He's the guy. get some attention. Sign him. Because the dude's quick. I think he, he runs track. He's a guy that people need to pay some attention to. Absolutely. Here you go. Because I think a lot of people are going, Caleb, he didn't actually catch that. He was out of bounds. There's no way McAfee, I believe that's how you say his name, caught that ball. They got photo evidence. They went to the booth. They couldn't overturn it. That's oh, a catch. That's a good pi- his right took that bounds. picture. He's got it trapped. Oh, I can't remember. I should have credited them. It was somebody over at King's Academy. <clears throat> that's a catch, ladies and gentlemen. That is a catch. Dude, that... I'm still high on Kings Academy. That's the team I'm riding into the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think they've only lost one game. A team that I want to look out for, McMinn County. They're just putting it on, people. They were good last year. I think they were undefeated going into the playoffs. I think they lost to either Bradley or Maryville is who put them out. So, two quality programs again. But, yes, McMinn County is good. They put it on Heritage this week. Yeah, they did. And they put it on Heritage. McMinn County is, is a, definitely a team to watch for from East Tennessee. That That's going to make 6A very interesting. It's a, dude, I, love, I, I love that Tennessee. I'm happy that Tennessee is blessed, especially East Tennessee, with good high school football. It makes Friday, Saturday, and Sundays uh, more exciting. 
Yeah, it's good because like Thursday to really and through Monday, it's like yeah. you get football every day. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot about the Thursday game. You got to remember yeah. that. And yeah. and then there's NFL on Thursday too, but it's right. It's usually on the NFL Network, and I don't have the NFL Network, so that kind of sucks. Well, I feel like I watch the game. Is it on the NFL Network? I don't know. Oh well, some some of them are. Right. Right. Um. Okay. You ready to go to segments? You got anything else for uh, high school football? That's all I got. It, it's going to be interesting to see, um, like who gets in the playoffs and like how do the how did the COVID stuff work? How, how does that work? If it's a region game, you forfeit it. If it's not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't count because only region games count for playoff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes because you could go three and seven and it's win still, three region games, and if you're in games. the top of your region, you go in. Okay. Yeah. So only region games matter. I believe if you want to correct me on that, you can. Um, if you're right, <laughs> I think I'm right about that. Don't hold me to it though. So we'll see. Um, let's see here. We've got most important of the week. Most important. Um, Eric Fisher is the first number one overall pick to catch a touchdown pass since Keyshawn Johnson. Really? To catch one. That's still, I guess, I don't know, wait. And he's a lineman. First overall Read that pick. Again. Number one overall pick to catch a touchdown pass. Because usually your number one picks are a defensive guy. Yeah, or I guess that's fair. A quarterback, so it's just an interesting stat. I'm just surprised there's not a running back in there. I guess there's not been any running backs taken. Yeah, not number one. No. Yeah, that's surprising. Huh. That is interesting. Since Keyshawn Johnson. Right. That's an interesting stat for sure. Yeah. Uh, my first most important, my man Jamie Pruitt. He is a volunteer, guys. I, think, I worry that maybe he's not all of all, but um, after the Alabama game last year, he kind of looked like that, that game that turned him into a volunteer. And then he said uh, on Saturday about doing the vol walk, we pulled up and said, heck, we're doing the vol walk. I don't care if there's nobody there or not. It's a Tennessee tradition, and we're doing it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's that, that's really good to to but, see that he's kind of like taking on the role as like, I'm a VFL too. Right. Uh, maybe some of those guys are going to pack their bags lighter next week, knowing that could be the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think he's trying to like, I think that helps people want to like, I know it's tough to attend games. Like this year, but yeah. I, I feel like that helps. Like if you're able to, you know, get some of the traditions back, some of the game day experience back as much as you can. Right. Um, I, I feel like that'd be, that's that's good. That helps get people in the seats for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Any more most important? Uh, yeah. It was a the Saturday for the underdog. Okay. So four AP top twenty five teams lost at home to unranked teams. Um, so Texas got beat, UCF got beat, Mississippi State and Pittsburgh all at home. Um, it's the second most in um, that were ranked in the AP poll, second most ever. Dang, on any day, that's pretty for especially for playing pretty much everybody's conference games this yeah. week. That's pretty crazy. And it wasn't like anybody like, oh, they're not ranked, but they will be ranked. Like NC State beat Pitt, they're not good. Arkansas beat Mississippi State. Um, who beat UCF? Tulsa, Tulsa. beat UCF, mm-hmm. and then uh, TCU beat Texas. Bang! Yeah, so. that's crazy. There were some big. I mean, I guess we noticed it. It's just when you put them all together. Yeah, there were a lot of big upsets this week. Yeah, hmm. that's how Tennessee was able to move up so much. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I know. A lot of people are probably like, didn't they move up too much too fast? They also, a lot of teams have probably lost. Right. So, that helps. Um, I guess, this is a combination of most important and fail. Uh, coach Will J, who is a coach at Oklahoma, um, tweeted in on April 30th, I believe after a Tennessee commit, he said, don't fall for the hype, dot, dot, dot. It's not real. That's fail. And Danny Stiff, Coach Stiff, tweets, totally agree, all caps. <laughs> after Oklahoma lost to Iowa State. Love it. <laughs> Love the shade. It's perfect. That's all I got for most important. I do have a question. Um, somebody asked this yesterday um, after the game. Uh, Mikey Williams said, are y'all worried about the D-line going forward? Um, I wouldn't say worried because I, I think they've done a great job in the run game. And, you know, that's where you get where it gets really frustrating when you're not able to. Yeah. But I, I think our DBs are good enough where we're probably able to cover up um, some of that, not just not being able to get to the quarterback as good as some teams. I hope so. I don't know if they've been that in the first couple weeks, but hopefully in the right. in the next few. Yeah, when everybody's back. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's something to look out for. Um, but, I, like, there, there's just not a ton of – erasers like you had with Derek Barnett. Right. No, um, they're not. Guys like even Corey Vereen or even um, Daryl Taylor. Right. You just didn't have – you don't have a guy that dynamic. Um, yeah. Could you? Yeah. As a unit, maybe. Um, but Let's I think see. you also need to get guys like Darrell Middleton. That was kind of his first game back. It was, yeah. That's a good um, point. Elijah Simmons got hurt, so – it's going to be by committee. It's not going to just be one guy. Um, but hopefully we're able to just get more pressure. Yes, that'll definitely be needed in week three. But at least it's not like getting pressure and stopping the run. At least we, we're doing one of those. <laughs> right. Right. Um, you got any more fails? Yeah, I've got a, a, a old Kentucky boy. I don't know who did it. I uh, don't have the picture pulled up right now. Um, but he gave us the peace sign. Um, before he, because he thought he scored a touchdown, and then he got tackled short of the goal line. I did see that. That's nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Also have another most important. So, did you see Chris Mack, his video to uh, Kentucky? I don't know if I did. He basically just said, like, Kentucky was afraid to schedule them. He's like, we want to reschedule this game. He's like, what do we, we'll, we'll play anywhere, anytime. He's like, just, yeah. just let me know. And apparently, like, Coach Cow just, like, didn't want to renew the game. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> interesting. I like the video. I, I don't have the actual video, but it's a. If you go to Chris Mack, you can see his video on, on calling out the the Wildcats. Online. Okay. All right. I like it. Call yeah. the Wildcats. Not playing. Yeah. Matt Jones would be uh, triggered, but. <laughs> any more most important fails? Do we have any questions, guys? Drop them in the chat. I'll pull back up Twitter real quick if you got them. I've got YouTube. Um, got YouTube pulled up. Got someone saying, go Big Orange. Yeah, go Big Orange. I have uh, two fails. I have the Minnesota Twins. I just feel bad for them. What happened to them this week? 18 consecutive postseason games lost. Yikes. It started in 2004. <laughs> lost 18 consecutive games. So, it's if, open up that playoff spot, if your you first draw is the Minnesota Twins, you're like, thank you're God. Feeling, you're feeling a lot better. <laughs> Sweep and get out the brooms. What about if it's the Marlins? Do you feel like you'll lose two straight? Cubs do, apparently. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> um, And then uh, the WNBA fail. Okay. So, Candace Parker was awarded Defensive Player of the Year. 
and was not named to either of the two all defensive teams. For, the, I've got the you know the meme of Allen doing counting cards. That's yeah. what I've got. I'm trying to figure out the equation that misses that. It's the first time it's ever happened. Defensive player of the year not named to all defensive teams. Hey, the media hates Tennessee. It's pr- proof. Yeah, proof is in the pudding. I'm like, good lord, how does that even happen? I don't know. Good question. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I've got too. I and just the the Missouri up. video that always surfaces when we play them. Why do they play? Oh, that Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you said there was a Kim Kim English sighting in there. Yeah. Oh. So his jersey, jersey, 24 jersey. Nice. Yeah. And I think he's actually in – they mention his name in the yeah. video, like him hitting threes. Nice. Because I think this was made his senior year. Okay. When he got drafted. What's the title of it? Not as good as the Here Kitty Kitty from uh, John no, High School? it's not that. It's like, we are Mizzou. Gotcha. I think the end of it's like, we are Mizzou and who you. That's <laughs> that's That was in a song. People actually like made a video – Produced it and put it out there. Not as a joke. This is not a joke. That's a lyric. Yeah, this is not a joke. Who you? You mentioned Missouri video. I thought you were talking about their hype video that they played Rocky Top. That is another fail. They played Rocky Top in their hype video. Yeah. It was so strange, dude. This is the weirdest video. He was like creeping in the. So I think. Have you seen App State's videos that they do stuff like that? Mm -hmm. I think they tried to like copy that. And it was not good. App State's is the one, I think the one coming out of the, their other one where they're like on top of a mountain was weird. But the coming out of the water one, I thought looked sweet. Yeah, it looks cool. I, I've, I've seen a lot but of people like actually do that. he's like completely submerged in the water. Yeah. And comes out of it. It's not like and he's just creeping like through a tiptoeing. Like, yeah. what are you, what are you like hunting? Are you stalking children, sir? This is crazy. And then he's on top of a mountain. I'm like, did you hike up there? <laughs> in cleats and pads? Yeah. <laughs> what a moron. <laughs> Guys, that's all I've got. I want to appreciate you all for listening. Um, hey, if your team is 2-0, do me a favor and retweet this and like it and follow us. Uh, it, only if your team's 2-0, though. If your team yeah. is not 2-0, don't even bother. We don't want you here. Um, no. We don't no. even know you. Yeah. Who no, are thank you? Thank you. Um, we don't need that. Uh, but, guys, we really do appreciate you all for listening. Uh, make sure you check us out on, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, wherever you can listen to a podcast. More Important Issues is there. So, if you need to listen to this on Monday to get you through work, or on Thursdays when we drop our other podcasts, make sure you listen to us. Uh, we'll be there. Yep. Go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Um, also, I'm, I'm excited for Wednesday because we're talking about Georgia. I think, you know, Cade Mays being eligible, there's just going to be a lot of hype. We got the 330 yeah. CBS game. It's just going to be fun. I'm excited Absolutely. for it. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.